Okay, we uh, left off last night in the middle of Rabbi Yeshev's tshuva on page one of your two-sided copy. Ramesha held that the heart soap was certainly usher. Remember that Avadja and others said that they're not sure that it's mimareach if you're not trying to smooth out the soap per se in our discussion of that and the fact you're just trying to get it where it's supposed to be, and it's very awry. That's one of the points of the mekilim, is washing right off. Ramayshul Chayra doesn't address it directly, but he would hold the tzlisinus to do Rabbanon, even if it's very awry. And the question is, what if it's already soft soap? Now, soft soap is a name of a national brand. It's not on? No? No, no? I don't know. Is there um, under? I mean, everything else worked. So I sent him a message. Okay, let me know afterwards if it comes on. So, well, Moshe held that even if it's not in bar form, it's in liquid form. He's concerned that we don't know exactly how liquidy <laughs> liquid has to be, what the viscosity is in the scientific term, and. He says in his house they don't use it or they make sure to water it down a lot. And he mentioned that second option, but he would agree to that. And Rabbi Yoshev here mentions that and he says it's hard to understand. He thinks the minig is lahokal once it's not already a bar soap because it's already coming out as somewhat of a liquid and you're just smearing it a little more. And truth be told, if you compare this to what we're not using in terms of hand lotions and Vaseline and the like, they're brands of soft soap, and soft soap, again, is an Ava brand. I have, I have some of it over here. But there are different gradations. A lot of it is things that I think the Menegas Lachmer, in terms of its viscosity, are things we wouldn't put on our lips or hands. It's not oil. You know? So I hear the point that Ramesha is raising and the concern of Yashiv this is my conjecture and why he is more quick to be makele by any soft soap but would not necessarily be quick to be makele by the Vaseline the lotion with Ramachma on that is because that you're spreading on your lips or your hands and it's staying as opposed to the soap which in 10 seconds is going to be washed away. That's the chilik over here within the sugya. So keep in mind these furs as we move forward. One of the rides he has, the things that are washed away quickly, and this is what gave me the idea, he compares it to the foam on beer. So some of you started telling me after sheer that the foam in the beer is very important because it gives it its uh, taste or its uh, odor, smell. Odor is a bad connotation. You sort of like smell it. The pashas is that the foam is there because when you make beer, it's got all that pent-up foam, and it comes out in the cup. So now if you're into beer, you might as well say, well, that's part of what beer is supposed to look like, and you want more, you want less. And I think a lot of this is retrofitted to attaching importance to something that we can't get rid of anyway. So we might as well make a chosh of. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty push it to me. What? And what? That's a raya that this is totally meaningless uh, because nobody, people have coffee. <laughs> no, it's a Meshagat. Yeah, I'll time for Reach. I'll time for Reach. We're not going to have an argument, but it's, 
It's, it's easier. People pay extra for a lot of things. I can give you a long list of things people pay extra for. Uh, uh, people, yeah, people pay extra for it. That's not a riot of people. You make it rare enough. Yeah, that coffee we spoke about last week, people pay major money for that. Even though if you tell any sane person that this was digested and defecated from a cat, it'd probably pay you to keep it away from you. But... <laughs> Okay, whatever. Anyway, we're not here. It's not, it's not important. The reason, the reason I'm mentioning it, it, it the, only, the only reason I brought it up in the first place is because Rabbi Yosha is going to bring a raya from the only place you can really bring any raya for in any sugya, and that's either a Pasuk or a Gemara or a Chazal or a Brisa. Anything in the Metzias for the likes and dislikes and customs of people are fads that come and go. So you can't bring any rayas. He has a raya because he's going to bring a raya from Hosea that talks about foam and brings as a classic example something that you get rid of very quickly. What he's using that for over here is that it's something that has no value. You can argue it has a value if you like the beer with the foam. I have no problem with it. It makes your beer tasting more exciting and more aroma-filled and it makes your day more uh, wonderful. That's Gavaldic. Whatever makes you happy. We're not, we're not here to argue about that, but it's certainly... It's always suspect when it, it's part of the thing and you couldn't get rid of it. Now we like it because it's there. We might as well make something of it, but it doesn't make a difference. It's not there very long. What? I heard once it's during the shit club. Drink the, uh, the cat That's, um, yeah. That, I mean, Shia's, Shia's what it's called, drinking it. When you put your mouth into no, a thing of like bubbles, of what are you consuming? What? I don't know what they're going after. You can start drinking beer, and then as you get it on your face, as you're trying to get under there to the beer, but I, you know, as you probably surmised, I'm not very into beer. Uh, you probably guessed that before I started discussing it, so I'm not going to argue, and if you enjoy it, I'm not trying to take away any of your simchas achayim. But the, the Pusing of Shea is going to bring this as the classic example of something that is put out of the way very quickly, and is discarded very quickly, and as dim it is going to be, and this is the chilek we started with, between hand lotion that's thick, which we don't use on Shabbos, a Vaseline in your lips, because that's there to stay somewhat. Over here, his rai is going to be, if you're drinking beer, nobody says in Hocha Shabbos you can't pour beer because it's making foam in his nolan. Why not? Well, I'll let you uh, see what he says right now, the bottom paragraph of the Binion, page one. So it's interesting because the um, the fact is that it's not uh, how would I describe it? If you have take a look at the at the pasuk first before he quotes on page two, uh, pasuk Zion. You'll see what he quotes. Nidme, Shimron, Malka, Keketzef, Alpene, Mayim. What is this uh, Pasuk referring to? Nidma Shemram. So Rashi says, Nidma Nishtatek Melech Shemram. Nidma is like Russian Damem. He was uh, silenced. Veharehu Keketsef Sha'al Penei Hamayim. What does that mean? What's Ketsef Al Penei Hamayim? So when ra- waves come in and break, there's a foam there. Chemically, you can explain that. You can explain the beer. It's something that dissipates very quickly. 
Now, the reason I'm focusing on the beer, I didn't do research you could check or you could do the experiment at home. How quickly does the foam and beer disappear? I've seen waves. The foam disappears very quickly. What? It depends how quick you drink it. Okay. Um, it's not as fast as waves. There was, there was a company that advertised the 10 minute ahead. I remember that. <laughs> advertised meaning we guarantee you will no, watch that head and stare at it for 10 minutes. They're promoting beer based on the fact that they had the 10 minute ahead. Okay. Okay. So let's uh, let's see what he says. Beim Azigis guys beers I said now the Ketsef. I think it's supposed to be a Ches. But so Chaim Simon Sadivov Ketsef on a Royem b'Sheicher Shocher. Now in Eitz Yisrael they have Birosh Chara. I don't know why that's more popular, but that has foam also. Sheish loy Ufia Ketsef in Kenya Aser Lishba Sheicher Shocher b'Shabbos l'Sachar Ketsef Mishum Meilud. Etmal, meaning Pella. Nobody says that. Nobody asks that. And it's not Asr. So why is it not Asr? You have a bottle of beer. There's obviously inherent in the beer the ability, the chemical reaction that's about to happen. But in the beer, you don't see any foam. You pour it, and now there's foam. Why don't we ask for that? We don't. And he brings his raya from this pasta. Kasa Malka Ketsev Mayam, that the Malka Shemin is going to be sent into Gullus, like we get rid of the foam on water. Quickly, it's going to be sidelined. Hinehu Moshal al Kaldover Sha'ena Shel Kayama. The classic example something that has no kiyam, Medam and Leketsev. So you see from here that what? It is not long enough. It's interesting, Avajia says point on the uh, soap in general and the thing that's being created in the Nailud. It's not around. It goes on very quickly. So this idea is being agreed upon at least by the liquid soap as you use it when the foam gathers and the lather is there. That part, we're not worried about the Nailud, as the Pusik says in Hosea. That's his raya. I don't think, now, I mentioned this last night, Ramosha mentions the molinus, which is this foam, the bubbles. I don't think the next line Ramosha reads that he's worried about the nailer and the bubbles. He's worried about taking something of a thick consistency and breaking it down to a thinner consistency. In which case, it's not the bubbles that's the main point. It could be that it's also nailer. Remember, when we started off the Sugi, says his problem with bar soap is nailer. You take it from a solid to a liquid. Ramosha might agree that it's also a problem in if you're making it more liquidy, but his main problem is memareach, you're taking it and smoothing it down. And that's what Ramesh says in Tshuva. Ramesh doesn't mention Nailud in the Tshuva. And Rabbi Yashar's Raya is just that if it's something to be washed away and it's creating bubbles, we don't really care. I think Ramesh would agree with that. And the Pasuk in Hoshea says that. The Pasuk in Hoshea is not talking about beer, it's talking about foam and waves. 10 minutes versus, uh, I don't know, it depends on the wave probably. Uh, I haven't seen a wave in a long time. Anybody know the beach today? Uh, it crashes and there's some sort of foam and it um, disappears within, uh, let's say, a minute. The foam could stay longer on beer, but it's considered something that we're not worried about in terms of nola. So as soon as it's out of the subsugia, some of you ask, what about the soft soap that, not the brand, the type of liquid soap, you press that pump and the foam comes out? Would that be an issue? Your mom is creating, it's a liquid thing, your mom is creating foam, Sounds like Rabbi Yashuv would not have an issue with that. 
it's not what exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about soap that as you use it, it's getting washed away and there's some bubbles. Here the whole thing is being made into bubbles, so one can be mechalic, but there are Peskim that say that it's basically the same thing and you're creating a lot more bubbles and therefore it's okay. Not everybody's maskim. If you have two things in front of you and you don't care really which one you use, I would use the liquidy liquid soap, not the stuff creating the foam. Why get into the shayla? But I don't think it's us, sir. Based on this concept, it is, it is about to be washed away and it's not going to stay around very long and that's as far as lahakum. Uh, the question of the whipped cream use, which we will get to, but I'm just going to put it out now because if you asked all these questions at the same time, the foam and the whipped cream, whipped cream in the canister is a liquid and you're adding the air to it, which makes it fluff up and it comes out fluffy like whipped cream. It could be a little worse because whipped cream is not made to wash away in 20 seconds. It's actually made to sit there like a blob and serve your dessert. And it could stay there for three minutes, eight minutes, ten minutes, however long it stays. It has some kiyum. Well, mice, uh, the whipped cream will be a machlekes. There are mechilim if you've been using it. The second shayla is going to be when we get to it, that squiggly thing at the top that's supposed to come out in the design. And is that a ksiva tamuna issue because it's made to come out with that fancy design as we all know from all the whipped cream canisters the way to bypass that is to take a scissor before Shabbos and cut off the top and make sure none of that plastic falls in and uh, then you don't have a ksiva issue but there are studs to be makel on both these shaylas and we will get to it in due time so I want to finish with the soap which really is very lucky before we get to whipped cream and the other things uh, let me show you just before we go on I've got more to say on this, but uh, I had this around. We spoke about half a year ago in Hocha Shabbos about this uh, slime. So first of all, not all slime. Were you here then? I don't remember. We had the night share. Or I, did I bring this on Shabbos? No, I, was, no, I was going Friday, to speak Friday, about it. Friday night. It was Friday? Yeah, okay. So not all slime is created equal, and it's, um, there's, there's slime with a much higher viscosity. It was actually almost like silly putty. And I was certainly not advised that for Shabbos use, as the kids use it, do memorech and start spreading it other things. That's, that's mamish going to be yasser. This slime is actually more slimy. I'm not exactly sure why the other stuff is called uh, slime, but it had a slime with a sham levai. It had a different type of name on the other slime. Uh, this one um, is actually, I don't know how you're going to, I guess we'll pass it around afterwards, just for the video. If you uh, watch this, um, saying, my Indian slime ate all soft soap. Well, you'll see the consistency is not that, not that different. I don't know, you want to zoom up on that? Uh, but anyway, if you... Can you pour it Well, that's the thing. This didn't pour, and it's really slimy. Um, it's, um, this is, has more viscosity than soft soap, which is the most frustrated brand that they don't water down. That's why it's more expensive. But um, not as much necessarily as Vaseline. It's somewhere, somewhere in between. If you let this sit here for a while, which I did while I was testing it, it starts to slowly spread. But it doesn't pour. And it, if this were tilted, it wouldn't necessarily run off the table either. Um, so, which is why it's called uh, slime. Uh, what can you do with slime? I'm not sure exactly who this produces. They're producing it for kids, I think, but it's much better for a halacha shir. I'm not exactly sure why the world has this. 
but it's Yagdotov Yadira, that's the real answer. What they also use, well, I don't know, but uh, it's a little hard to do Mimareh because it doesn't really keep its form that well, but if you're trying to make it into a shape, that would be you're trying to make it uh, more, okay, that didn't work well, but <laughs> more flat. Um, if you can get it more flat, it will be a Mimareh issue, certainly according to Amresha, and probably Rabbi Yashav would agree. Uh, to contrast that, where's the other uh, specimen over here? This is when I poured it in a week ago. I don't know if it went down. The, well, oh. yeah, there goes my mama chemist. <laughs> okay. uh, somebody's going to clean this up. This is soft soap. and oh. uh, I was actually surprised on how thick it was, which is why Ramosha was concerned. You might have brands at home if you paid less. Um, I had to uh, pay a premium to get something thick. This does not... It pours... See, it's spreading, and it's been sitting here in the heat for a while. It's spreading as we, as we watch it, but it's not running off the table. This is not a viscosity of one. This is not liquid. Ramesha would suggest water it down more, and then you'll see the result of, you see over here, as we watch, this is already spreading out. This will be flat soon. If you stay here for a couple hours, you can come back and check. This is not going to touch my paper anytime soon. This is the brand Soft Soap, which is, which is thick and uh, one of the good-selling brands that actually have substance to it. Uh, then you have, tested at home, you'll see, as various, uh, within the, again, I don't have a viscosity meter, and within the various ones that I had in my house, compared to dishwashing liquid, you pour dishwashing liquid, it'll be all over the table right away, and Ramesh will be maker with a regular dishwashing liquid. Um, I'll continue to talk. It's not to warn me when it's getting in my papers. But, uh, but I, I copied a... Um, here we are. A chart of uh, the viscosity of some of these things. And it's pretty interesting. As I mentioned, the Starcade did experiments in their office with a real fancy machine that I think cost a couple thousand dollars, which measures uh, viscosity. They have it in labs across the country. Uh, this is the... A novice will just see how quickly it spreads and how quickly it runs off the table, but for our purposes, it's the same thing. The viscosity of soft soap, this particular brand, is it's measured in CPs. 2,500 CPs, so at around 6,000, I guess, different companies make a similar type product. Just remember the number, 2,500. Uh, the Starkey's estimate that to be Yetzirah, Moshe's Shita, to water it down, be less than 600 CPs. That's a big difference. That's a lot of water. It'll still work as soap, but uh, again, the Al-Hashokhan described, they did this in the Vardak, put a bar of soap, and they had a soak in water, and they just took the watery substance, and they used it as, as soap. I did not look up, you could probably look it up afterwards, I didn't look up what the viscosity of the average um, palm olive dishwashing soap is, but I assume it's under 600. Um, somebody, somebody, can, somebody could check it. What? What's the water is one. So it starts off as one, and it runs, just to give you a frame of reference, and this is very important for the sugya, because this is really what they're arguing about. You can either hold, well, Raja holds the bar soap is not a problem for the various far as he suggests. Uh, all the Ashkenazim, terms of the Peskim, and many of the Peskim are machmer on that. But when it comes to the soft soap, most are making on any soft soap. Uh, Moshe says he's not sure why that should be. They're, clickly, they're clearly substances that are a lot thicker and a lot thinner. And this is the only way to, the modern way to measure it. 
uh, honey has a viscosity of 8,500, typically. So picture, you put honey on the table, we'll also sit there and glob, and it'll slowly start spreading. As this is spreading very slowly, and this is a little slower, but it's getting flatter. So you can't say that uh, there's never going to be my mareach, when Moshe says, why not? It's this thick, and you press it down. Why? Says, where, where's the cutoff point? Where's the teramisina and the cutoff point? So you say, well, it's a liquid. Liquids usually run. And this is running sort of, but not very quickly. Um, so uh, we have uh, soft soap, again, it's around 2,500. The honey is around 8,500. And what's interesting is if you want to take a ratio, if I were to ask you, well, you know, it's a trick question. But if anybody likes math over here, it's not that complicated. If soft soap has a viscosity, let's say, of 3,000 CPs, you want to get it under, I'll make it easy, 2,400 CPs. You want to get it 600 or less. How much water ratio to soft soap would you need to put in? Three to one. So you would say, you would think you would need three parts. That depends how the scale works. So, so the answer is the scale doesn't work on the basic exactly. math because what's happening when water hits it, it's, it's loosening bonds. It, it's, a, it's a whole different process. And all you need is one-third water to get from 2,500 CPs to less than 600, which, if you're just looking at the math, is, is not correct, but it doesn't go with the math. It's not so, it, what? It's not yeah, yeah. So you just, one-third is not a lot. You take your, you save money this way also. Just take your thing. So before Shabbos, you can make one, one batch, add one-third water to whatever you have. The thickest, this, I believe, sauce up is the thickest. And one-third water, and you're good to go, even according to our measure. That's Yetzim uh, very new over here. Um, so, again, there, if somebody wants to do some experiments at home, somebody could check for me after the shear what the viscosity of the uh, average dishwashing liquid, even the ultra palm olive, it's, I'm, I'm guessing it's under 600, but they have specs on all these things. And you could, uh, you could take a look. Um, That's, yeah. A liquid in halacha of what's uh, is not not necessarily the same gather over here. It's not a, a good question, but it's not does, does not say follow. Here we're talking about Moshe's concern is Mamboreach, in his opinion, is when you take something and smooth it out or get it less thick than what it was as you're smoothing it out, and if something has any thickness, that can happen that you're smoothing it out. And that's that's an important point and Rabbi Yashiv, one of his points was, well, the bubbles and things like this are all going to be gone soon. That just says that part of it, the hetter is that it's all going to be gone soon, so we don't really care what you're doing. And he says, you're not trying to really make the, the glob thinner, you're just trying to spread it into the various parts, as opposed to wax where everybody's might do, which we'll get into the sugi about the wax is something a lot thicker, or something, a thick shemen that's kurish, that's congealed. The Shohana talks about plugging holes in barrels, and they put it there, and they made it, they would stick it in, and then sort of spread it around to have it contour to the hole, but to plug up the hole. That's classic mimareach, if it's a wax-like substance, midareisa, and if it's something that's uh, a little bit more liquidy, it'll be drabonam, but it's still xera to the dereisa, and we'll discuss soon how that xera would apply. Yeah? What is there a difference between mimareach and mimachik? Mimachik is the avalacha, where you had the hide, you try to smooth out, get off the hair and all the other stuff to make it a smooth hide. Uh, no, there's actually making the actual surface smooth. The mimareach, as a tolda, is when you take the wax, let's say, and you make it pliable to fit into a hole if it overbraces, or something like that, or according to the machmir in which we are on Vaseline and hand lotion, is taking the Vaseline and trying to spread it evenly on your lips. 
and the peanut butter on the sandwich, but we don't ask for the sandwich. We didn't explain why yet. That's Mimbarech, yeah. So our Moshe says in the truth of Mamachek, he meant the category of Mamachek, meaning we're talking about Mimbarech, yeah. We're talking about it's most, Mostly this song is mostly Mimbarech. Okay. Uh, the last item is not an advertisement before we go on to the next Mamakam. This is the uh, recent Gilgal of Rashabbos toothbrush, where they just have a lot of little rubber bristles, not bristles, but in one little spot here. And the issues we raised yesterday, which we will go back to Mitzvah Shem, is number one, assuming you don't bleed, so you can use a, a toothbrush that is miyuchud if you're trying to get out of any shayla of Uvdurchol. You have the issue of regular bristles of washing them. Is it a schita issue? Again, all these are debatable issues. You could say it's not schita. Maybe only hair is a schita midra bottom. The hair doesn't absorb. There will be paskin. But the hair, clump of hair is close enough together. It looks like schita as you squeeze the hair. Over here, the bristles are not absorbing because they're plastic. And they're close together, but they're not that close together. Ramesha says, well, they're close enough. It looks like you're doing schita. The mekilim will say on that also that they're clearly separate bristles, and the schit is happening as a davashen maskavin in your mouth. Keep in mind, as we mentioned, at least Friday, a lot more makel on when it's on a dorabonim than Ashkenazim are. So that's another point of contention. As Ramesha raises three or four issues, all of them are machlikis. Ramesha also says that you shouldn't wash it off afterwards. Zachana. Why are you washing it off? You don't plan on using it today. You're doing it for tonight or tomorrow. That's achana. Others say, no, achana is when, first of all, you don't want to leave around a gross-looking toothbrush. That's not achana. I don't want to leave around a toothbrush sitting on my counter because it looks horrible and it shares my Shabbos. So maybe it's not achana. No, Shlomo Zalman says this famous gedder, which is hard to figure out. We need a separate shear on it. Is achana is not something you do, but often shigrati is the... Modern Hebrew, how do you say that in English, Ellie? Help me out. Oh, Ophin Shigrati is that? What? No. Ophin Shigrati? No, wrote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it means you're like, you're not thinking, oh, I'm doing this for tomorrow. You have a toothbrush, you're brushing your teeth. As I mentioned, you're putting too much thought into this without thinking of your daily schedule. There's something wrong. You don't think, what did you just do? I don't know. I washed up my toothbrush. That's what I always do. Is that a chana? So Shlomazama might argue, no, but Ramesha says, you're washing it off because you want to prepare for the next one, which is tomorrow. So that's also going to be a debated issue. But Ramesha has three or four issues with the process. These bristles are far enough apart, even though they're, they're pretty close together. The original version had like just a couple of them. Coming up, this one I see the new modern version that has them pretty close, but they're still more recognizably separate than the plastic bristles on toothbrush, and therefore there's less of a schit issue and they're rubber, so no one would even dream that there's any schit issue at all, and that's why this is being marketed as such. But again, washing it off afterwards, this would be miyach of Shabbos, you wouldn't use this during the week anyway, so you're already going to do that. And Ramesha still holds that toothpaste is certainly thicker than this, not much thicker, but thicker than this, and he holds breaking it down to its component parts is going to be a memerach issue, and the cholkim, certainly by the hard bar soap, and over here, there might be more chalkam that that's not memareach, but that's why we don't use these things, and uh, we will get back to it as we go over the details of the gedarim memareach, which we're going to get into now. Yeah. Does the Moshe hold that it's hachana or to wash your toothbrush at night if you're going to use it during no, the day? No, no. It's only Eli Shaila last night for next Shabbos, because of a Shabbos, that, that's a debatable issue. Moshe's name, Mahmer. What? 
It is mach. Sure Most the of it. He can't be talking about the chayel as far as his toothbrush. I think he just meant his expression manana, as in yeah, not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think he can't even die because he said it's a short shuvah and he said mamache. He's not mamache. We're talking about mamreach, but it's a tolda of a mamache. Yeah. So. So that's the, that's the issue. Yeah, we have one more hand. Okay, so just to introduce, the next part of this is going to be, I made a copy, which I'm not going to hand out. I'm not going to hand out now. It's going to be a copy from the Shmir Shabbos. The first footnote that we're going to have is Rav Shlomo Zalman's issue with why any of this is memareach. So I, I keep quoting our Vajra because he has the longest truth on it, but it's not that Ramos can meet my Ashkenazim that there is a problem even by hard bar soap of Memoreach because are you really trying to form it into a specific shape or not? Basically, the original Taina. Shlomo Zamin doesn't come out Lahoko as he's quoting the Shmir Shabbos. He asked the question of Lumdis and he says, Dominicus Machmer already, so don't be Makel, but you're going to really see from the first Marmachim of the Shmir Shabbos why the issue is debated, and then we're going to get into some of the riots for or against the Mitzvah Shem. We will uh, pick that up next week. Anybody want to see 